0: This is the result of James Cameron taking the most transparent parts of preceding Oscar-winning films, sticking them into a blender, and pouring the resulting cliché milkshake onto film. Blue milk? Blue milk. <laughs> blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> The implications of blue milk are just, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just,
0: just killing me. I broke Andrew with that one. I've seen less predictable episodes of The Brady Bunch. Avoid if you have a semblance of intelligence and expect artists to be creative.
2: Well, I mean, mm. but what if artists want to make money?
0: (laughs) That was a (laughs) one-star review from (laughs) Icon TV. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Andrew. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And Stephen. He's still dying over there. (laughs) Blue Milk Steven.
2: (laughs) No,
1: do not, do not
0: put that evil on me. We're going to get a t shirt made on the merch store. Blue Milk Steven. (laughs) In case you can't tell, in this episode, we're reviewing James Cameron's record breaking sci fi epic, Avatar. Oh, man. Blue Milk and all from 2009. Yes. But before we get to that, we're going to discuss our thoughts on other, or basically we're picking our favorite movie that was the highest grossing movie the year it came out. So obviously Avatar broke all sorts of records. It did. Yeah. So we're looking throughout, you know, the years, at least from like the mid-70s on, when they started keeping track of it. Yeah. What is our favorite movie that was the highest grossing film of that year? Yeah. So, Steven, do you want to lead off? Sure. Yeah, I want to hear Steven's. right. well, you know what?
2: Tis the season. I am going with 1990s Home Alone. Ooh, good oh, choice. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. A good
1: choice. It's still wild to me that this movie made so that this much it, money. It oh, always
2: yeah. impresses me just looking through that list when you'd be like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. Like, Man, that made a lot of money. Like how? Like what else came out that year that it just crushed it, right? Well, uh, I mean, it
0: Home Alone was a phenomenon, though. It was. Like, it was.
2: I mean, it, Macaulay Culkin was just immediately yeah. launched to start him. Yeah.
0: Well, and you think before that, in like because that was 1990, in the 80s, there were some kids movies like The Goonies and stuff, mm-hmm. but there wasn't like a singular like 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 k- kid actor. Yeah, like Home Alone started a trend like, where then like they had all sorts of movies afterwards in the '90s, like Dennis yeah. the Menace. And, like you had like mm-hmm, Matthew Broderick,
1: which was kind, but he yeah. was but he was more of like a teenager. Teenage, yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like the 80s, yeah, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller. It was, it was yeah. teenager-centric, not really kid-centric. '80s yeah, right. is probably uh, about as centric the closest. It. Short round to yeah. in Indiana Jones, yeah. well, I guess. Well, in 1990,
1: yeah. I think, was um, Rescuers Down Under, if I remember correctly. Ooh, uh, I'll look that right, up. That it might it's have
2: been 90, or or somewhere in there. Well, either way, I mean, this, you know, one, a killer cast, right? So we got, you know, Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern just yeah. killing it on screen. I, I think the big thing there is just the chemistry within our wet bandits is phenomenal.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the yes. casting of those two guys and the way they work together. Phenomenal. Yeah. You can't beat it. And Joe Pesci especially.
1: Ha-ha, I was right. Rescuers Down Under, 1990. Hey, nice. Hey, well. Yeah, I got it right that time.
0: Put that on your bingo cards, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a rare one. There's also one.
1: Rocky I I don't Oof. care. <laughs> don't care. We don't talk <laughs> don't, about that. I don't know But <laughs> Ernest goes to jail in Total Recall.
0: Oh really? Whoa. Yeah. it beat out Total Recall. It did. Beat well, I guess out Total recall. recall is probably rated R. It definitely was rated, R. It definitely was rated R. It's, it's, rated, rated, R. it's, it's rated R. It's a hard rated R. 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 It's a hard
1: R. Uh, sorry, continue.
2: Uh, but yeah, I mean the, the comedy in it is great. No. And watching it now, you know, 30, oh gosh, 32 years later now. It's uh, still good. It, it's still good. The the heart is still there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the mm-hmm. kind of the the sweet and and sappy, you know, Christmas story. Along with just this absolute bonkers shenanigans of not just the booby traps and all that, which is I think what a lot of people really focus on, but also just, you know, a kid surviving in what was then the modern era. Yeah. And just the, the circumstances and everything that goes around to make it happen. I, I just, I don't know, man. This is one of those movies where I watch it probably every Christmas. Oh, yeah. And it, it doesn't get bad. Right. It never, yeah. it never, and, and it still hits. Like the the emotional yeah. hits still the come out. The music in on that. is really good too. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. The, what the Carol, the Bells, dun, mm-hmm. dun, 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 Yeah. Dun, dun. Mm. yeah I, it's just
0: amazing me looking through that list. Like, oh, there's Home Alone. As a kid watching it, like the, your mind just goes wild with what kind of traps could I make? Yeah. Oh. You know, you start looking around your house at everything. So it, it's,
2: okay. I got a good one. I got a good, hold on, I got a good one for you. I got to call out my wife on this. Oh God. They, they, they referenced micro machines, right? And she was like, so could they just not get, you know, like, uh, you know, like Hot Wheels as a brand name or something. So they just made something. Else. I was like, nope. No micro machines were a, a real thing. I had a ton of micro machines. I had they so were many micro machines. If you left them on the floor, they were deadly. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, oh man, I had so Just many micro I machines. I lost a lot of they're them. Like they're like Legos so that could slide.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're so tiny. I, I,
1: I have a lot of the Star Wars micro machines.
2: I have a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so I think one of my, uh, they're like you know you always have like Joe Pesci and obviously Macaulay Culkin. Like mm-hmm. yeah. those are like the you know like the 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 core of the film because like they're you know obviously the main characters pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I love his parents. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, they're great. Uh, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara do everything she's in. She's yeah, such right. a good she does. job. And that moment of realization when she's on Come the plane Come on! It's just, oh, it's, it's great. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, also, uh, Uncle Frank, where he's just like, ah, oh, you know, well, it makes you feel any better. I forgot my reading glasses. <laughs> Are these real crystals? they real Put them in the back. Put it in the back. Oh, yes, yes, please. Fill <laughs> up yeah. all the way up the top. Like, he's such a perfect character. He's such yeah. a, yeah.
1: Yeah, especially in the um, the old man uh, who old Man is, Marley? Um, not Uncle Frank. Um, it's Old Man Marley. Old Man Marley. yeah, that's,
2: The that's neighbor the, that yeah. shovels the snow, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. And is estranged from his son, and then has that very emotional reunion, and you're just like, yes! <laughs> yeah. Well, like,
2: the conversation in the church, where it's kind <laughs> of oh, like... It's, it's, you, you have, like, the old man wisdom, but you mm-hmm. also get that, like, simple truth from a child kind of thing. Yeah. And like, oh, like, that hit... that That's the part to me. And then also the reunion at the end. Yeah. Not Kevin's parents, but his reunion that really hits me every time mm-hmm. well and
0: the writing for Macaulay Culkin like whoever wrote Home Alone knew how to write how a child would speak We we'll talk cause, yeah cause you have yeah. those
2: moments where you're like a kid wouldn't be that smart but the kind of lines that he says are just such simple basic kid logic
1: yeah yeah, it's so, great. So there's a there's a whole um like my sm- or small documentary mm-hmm. about the the fake movie, the fake gangster movie that they had oh, oh, the, yeah. the fact
2: they had to film a movie to put in their movie. Yeah, and,
1: and the whole thing is is that there's still like a lot of like people like come kind of the Bernstein or Bernstein bears, mm-hmm. uh where they have like this thing where like, oh I remember watching that movie. It's like, no you don't. It doesn't exist. It doesn't it exist. Doesn't exist. It's not yeah. real. <laughs> but they Keep did such the a change. good job Keep at the change a filthy animal. <laughs> And and that that line has permeated through so many different films mm. over the years.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah. It's just every, everything about it, the the stupid um uh lawn jockey that the pizza man always hits. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the running gag with that where like it's like the airline, people here to pick them up in the morning, you see the one dude standing it back up. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know, man. That that's one of those movies where again, I, I just looking at it and seeing it as you know top grossing for nineteen ninety. I don't understand how. Yeah. But also, man, what a great movie. Well, I think <laughs>
0: movies like that used to be able to be the top grossing movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whereas now it's like which CG Marvel characters in it? And it's like, no, you don't have to have that. Like, mm-hmm. you could have just a McCulley Culkin adventure with Joe Pesci <laughs> <laughs> where it literally would have killed them in real life, you know. Yeah. In a, in a, Rockets to success. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. what about you? Uh,
1: so I had I had so many different options here. Oh, yeah. So I initially thought I was going to go with 2005, which was Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I love that film, but I wouldn't consider it my favorite on the list. So I am going all the way back to 1985. Back, to, back
2: the to the
3: Future.
0: Gotta go back in time. time. Still Ryan's answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was looking directly I, I, at you when I I almost, I, <laughs> I almost did Back to the Future. I was looking at
0: it. I got plenty of alternates. Go uh, ahead. I,
1: I absolutely <laughs> love this film and the franchise. Actually, Fantastic. I, I love all three films. I, yeah. I actually really, I, I think two is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. only because of the ending of the film which is just phenomenal. Oh yeah. Right, Yeah, uh, but uh but the first one definitely has probably the best arc for kind of everyone obviously because it was before yeah. they started you know, kind of like rehashing the same well, story. Well, I think it
0: tells the most complete it does. story. Yes. Yeah, it's
1: it's yeah. definitely the one the, I've seen the most probably. Um you you have uh you know just so many, like, fun little moments and characters. The the time travel's fantastic. The DeLorean's great.
0: Oh, it's amazing. A classic design. And yeah, it cannot be understated how huge this movie was when it came out. Like, I watched it so many times as a kid. Like, every frame of it. Like, the opening when he has the giant wall that's a speaker. Oh, uh, the speaker, like, yeah. No, totally yeah. not a thing that would ever be able to well, exist. Well, and,
1: and you have, you know, obviously Michael J. Fox yeah. at his, like, peak... Peak Fox. Uh, peak Fox. And yeah. then you have Christopher Lloyd as Emmett Brown. Just nailing just it. Nailing just it. nailing it. it. Mm-hmm. Biff.
0: Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, his <laughs> Hello, dad.
1: and he Anyone in there? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hello.
0: His, his dad was Crispin also Glover. just great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Leah um, uh, Leah Thompson is Lorraine. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember, like, it being so awkward that his mom is hitting on him. <laughs> and being kidding me. Like, this is so weird. <laughs> well, I mean, how, how do you think Marty felt? Yeah, no. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, there, there's just so many like this was just lightning in a bottle.
3: Oh, yeah. For, yeah.
1: for just launching a franchise that just has, you know, like captured the hearts of so many people. Yeah. And it's definitely one of those films where, like, if anyone's like, hey, let's just throw this on. We'll Watch it yeah, 100%. No, who,
2: who says no to let's throw Back to the Future on? Nobody yeah. says
1: no, so psychopaths. So one, of, <laughs> one of my really good friends every year he throws a back to 20, uh, back to 2015 because in the film, whenever they go to the uh, um, I, I
2: gotta say, man, filmmakers in the 70s and 80s had some ambition for the years t- 2000 and 20 oh, yeah. f- 2010, 2015. Yeah. And they were, they were way ahead of their time. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah. So the way he has it set up is whenever he, um, he basically plays all the films all back to mm-hmm. back and he has yeah. a special cut that he has made to where oh, he knows the second that he hits play, whenever they get in the second movie, right at the beginning of the film, whenever they go to the future and Emmett Brown is like, it's October 15th, uh, you know, at 4 20 PM, PM, Yeah. Uh, 2015 it ha- it hits right when like that is the time that it hits yeah every single time and he has uh strobe lights and like flashing lights every time they they go into uh you know go through time and yeah. everything it's a whole experience and huh. um,
0: it's a wild ride yeah yeah that, that'd be pretty yeah. cool
1: yeah he, he and does it every year <sighs> hey, Crazy. it is his favorite film
0: <laughs> when you know it's your thing stay with it man
1: yeah. <laughs> all right ryan i told i stole yours
0: yeah i'm gonna go with 1989's batman um, I, oh this man. is another one of those movies that, like, when it came out, like, it was everywhere. Like, I had Batman lunchbox. I had the Batman poster <laughs> on the wall. I like, I we we had the ability when I was in school, uh, to you could bring a movie to to school to like play for everyone. You know, we'd watch it in like the little in between class stuff. This is like first grade. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know that Batman was rated R, oh. and so I brought it, and I was like. I want to watch Batman. And every kid's like, yeah. (laughs) And the teacher was like, um, we can't. And I was like, huh? And she's like, it's rated R. You were explicitly told no rated R movies. And I had like a note that got sent home with me, scolding my parents for letting me watch a rated R movie. But the worst was that all these kids in this room were so hyped for Batman. (laughs) And the teacher had to talk a room full of first graders down that we're definitely not watching a rated R movie we're watching Homeward Bound or whatever it was instead. <laughs> and everybody just, aww. I, I was like, I'm pretty
2: sure I saw this in theaters. I
0: think I did. Wait, I'm really? trying
2: to remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure uh, I know I saw uh, Batman Returns in theaters. I definitely saw yeah, that. I know that, that for theaters. a fact. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my, my favorite. Moment from this film mm-hmm. is whenever the Joker, Jack Nicholson, is um, he is now the Joker. He's completely yeah. encapsulated by this, and the, he 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 delivers the line: "Have you ever danced with the devil in, in the, the pale, pale, pale moonlight?" Moon yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's so bonkers. Oh yeah, that it just, it encapsulates just kind of like the whole film of just how ridiculous it is.
0: It does. I, I just love how hard Jack Nicholson <laughs> went. <laughs> On this role. Like, his laugh is crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He
1: he does a very good Joker.
0: Yeah. And I remember everybody, uh, well, I don't remember this. I was a kid. But I know everyone at the time was kind of like, when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, they were like, the guy that was Mr. Mom? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, How's this guy going to be Batman? But, but it, and that kind of,
1: like, it's those roles that really define a lot of people's careers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like, this this film, you know, Tim Burton, he just does such a good job at the style and the aesthetic of what Batman was in the 80s. Yeah.
0: And then the the theme song.
3: Yeah. Oh, man,
0: Danny Elfman on that theme song, which uh, Warner Brothers did not want him to do the score. Wow, that's crazy. They were like... The guy, because all he had done before that was, you know, he was an Oingo Boingo, yeah. And he was he, did, he was an Oingo Boingo, Danny Elfman, and he did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That oh, was it. That's right. And so they okay. listened to Pee Wee's Big Adventure, you know, and they were like, "Yeah, he's not doing Batman." And Tim Burton was like really good friends with him, and he was like, "This guy's doing the the the." score or whatever yeah. and they just like refused and they were like back and forth and he basically brought in a tape of like this is his score and it was like da 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 everybody yeah. was like
3: okay I guess he uh, can do this I guess, I guess well, he can do that. this is, is an amazing see guess how he's
0: already done it I
2: guess we'll let him do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Anyway, so I always always love that because it's such a like iconic that, that opening Batman score is just it's great and again yeah. it captures the mood it of, does. of the whole film and mm-hmm. the character of Batman himself yeah right. that was mine Love me some Batman. So we have Back to the Future, Batman, and we're Home Alone. Home Alone. We're yeah, so it for all, all over the place. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there are some fantastic. Obviously, these are the best top box.
0: I and mean, yeah. we gonna be lines. like what Avengers Endgame? I mean, what are you gonna drop? I on mean, those? you also had like Forrest Gump is on that top list. Top Gun, uh, Toy Independence Story. Day is yeah. even like even for what it is, it's it's a fun movie. I almost I thought about Independence. Yeah, I thought about well, well, Day. Earth. We, we watch yeah. that every year. That's what we my have it on Laser disc. disc. I watched that with my nephew, who's like five, for the first time this past year, and I thought it was gonna like blow his mind. He was like, "That's pretty good." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kids these days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even Welcome to Earth didn't get him. Like, come, on. <laughs> come on, come on, Will kid. Smith. Come on, pearls before swine. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get into Avatar. You know what we're going to do? We're going to start with a plot summary. Buckle up for this oh, one. Buckle up for this one. Oh, man. <laughs> Here we go. Unobtainium. Ah. <laughs> Let me get in my trailer voice. <laughs> the natural resources of the Earth have been depleted, and humanity now mines the valuable mineral unobtainium on Pandora. <laughs> oh, cringe. A moon in the Alpha Centauri system. Pandora, whose atmosphere is poisonous to humans, is inhabited by the Navi. 10-foot-tall, blue-skinned humanoids that live in harmony with nature. Okay, I'm going to stop the voice. (laughs) I can't do it. Because it keeps going. Can't do it. To explore Pandora, scientists use Na'vi human hybrids called avatars. A paraplegic marine named Jake Sully is given a second chance at life when he replaces his identical twin brother as an avatar operator and falls in love with a Na'vi woman. Excuse me, I'm pretty sure his name is Jake Sully. (laughs) Sully. (laughs) As a bond with her grows, he is drawn into a battle for the survival of her world.
1: So that's Avatar.
0: Woo. That's Avatar. That is
2: in fact. Avatar
0: released in December eighteenth, two thousand nine. Written and directed by James Cameron, the only man that could have directed this so, movie. So quick,
1: quick <laughs> trivia.
2: Do you <laughs>
0: know the Do
1: you know the original year that Avatar was supposed to come out?
0: Like, the, like when his first the, idea the, for the, it.
1: The projected date of when they initially wanted it to come out. Oh, I don't know. Nineteen ninety nine
0: woo, okay. they wanted to compete with Star Wars. Well, because his first draft was like 94. He yeah. came up with the idea for it. Yeah. But then he uh, said that he didn't have, the technology the tecno- wasn't there. Yeah, the
1: technology wasn't there to complete his vision.
0: It was when he saw Return of the King? Yeah, I think.
1: Uh, Two Towers. Two Towers. Two Towers he was like, like, I think it's ready.
0: It's ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So he, he saw like, you know, Phantom Menace. He's like, it's not ready yet. <laughs> <He> saw, <laughs> Sorry, well, George, he saw it shop, He's
0: like, Nope. Still not there. Still not there. One movie later, okay. (laughs) Just right. Just right. (laughs) It's like Goldilocks with movies. (laughs) Starring Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Michelle Rodriguez, Giovanni Ribisi, and Stephen Lang. So a pretty good cast all around, uh, with the exception of Sam Worthington. Oops. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) We'll get to that later. Uh, Music by James Horner, who did Titanic. Yep. Um... Pretty good, pretty good soundtrack. No, yeah, good yeah. soundtrack. Uh the budget was $160 million. And the best return ever. And it brought oh, in a man. total worldwide box office of $2.9 billion. Billion with the B, billion. With a B. It's it, more than a lot
2: of countries like GDP. It's it's not even. It's not two point nine. It's like two point nine nine two
0: billion. Oh like it's, yeah, it's yeah. pushing it's, three billion dollars. Well, the only reason I rounded it down to two point nine and not up to three is because that's counting the recent re release that yeah. they just ran. But through still, fields. I've got to penalize it for that. Put down just two <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna shave uh, you back paltry ninety million. Two point nine billion <laughs> uh, with seven hundred eighty-five million. Of that coming from just domestic U.S. showings, it's just which is insane, just obscene. Yeah. yeah, I just um, oh man, it Especially is the for highest
1: 2009,
0: the highest grossing movie of all time. Yep, Avatar. Okay, Avatar. let's Avatar. talk about our overall thoughts, Andrew. What, what are your overall thoughts on the movie Avatar?
1: So, I, I actually like this, this film, not I mean, I'm not gonna say I love it, mm-hmm. uh, but I've seen it quite a bit, yeah, and and I definitely enjoy it when I do watch it and yeah i mean it's it's a fine film i think you really watch it for the the spectacle of like the cgi and mm-hmm. how well it the holds scenery, up the, yeah, yeah. The, the cinematography is phenomenal i think yeah. i think it's quite good the music's good james horner did a fantastic mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really go here for acting you don't really go here no. for plot no uh, but it's still a very entertaining film you know what's gonna happen and you know the story beats that are gonna 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 pop up. Yeah. Because it's just dance with wolves, but with aliens. Sure. And or Ferngully or Last Samurai, whatever you yeah. want to call it, doesn't matter. And it's definitely one of those where I think that the the plot of the film unfortunately is a white savior story, which is not fun. Uh sure. and the it's it's just very stereotypical of kind of what you would expect out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not why you're there. You're there for the spectacle of the visuals and the CGI right. and the cinematography, which are all fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, like, this is definitely a film where we'll probably toss it on once a year.
0: Okay. Steven, what do you think overall about it? All that right. So fun?
2: I would just like to say that back in 2009, mm-hmm. James Cameron himself mm-hmm. came down from on high and dictated that the only way to watch this movie is in 3D.
3: Yeah. And
2: I hated it. Because I hate 3D.
1: I, I actually like 3D films.
2: All 3D films, like theater 3D films, yeah. where you got to wear the glasses, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I leave with a massive headache
0: every time. So this is a biological problem that you need yes, to work this, on. This is a perfe- this is, this is a: You need to try problem. harder, is what you said. saying. Yeah. <laughs> you need to squint better. So I will say...
2: Re- through re- two wa- pairs of glasses. After rewatching it for the show. Yeah. Which is the first time I've seen it since in theater. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Again, it, well, again, I mean, you already hit on this, right? Yeah. Fern, Gully, Last Samurai, Dan. There's a lot of options there that didn't require 3D glasses. Very true. (laughs) And I've seen all of them. Yeah. In theater. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I kind of had a, you know, a bit of a hate on for this movie. Yeah, yeah. So, watching it for this was, you know, it's nice. It's not, it, it is not bad.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Again, it is you know your whatever flavor of white savior story you really want to watch. You you need it in space. You need it in Japan. You need it in the Amazon. But now
1: hold on. Last Samurai is not a white savior story, but continue. Got him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Anyways,
3: I, <laughs> the real
1: but like oh.
0: Anyway, I, I don't know if the sassiness came through on the audio of that, but in person, Stephen had his hand on his hip,
1: <laughs> shaking it,
2: shaking it his, his finger. little finger. Intense, Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So thank you for that derailment. Um, so what do you think overall? Like it? Oh I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. You know, I mean, okay. for again, we're we're 13 years, right? And yeah. and you know, maybe maybe Cameron was right that the technology was there because most of the CGI holds up pretty well. Yeah. The scenery is pretty spectacular. Uh, the lighting effects that they do are ridiculous. Great. Yeah, yeah just phenomenal. Uh, the, the way the creatures are designed look good, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's a lot.
1: The, the art direction in this film is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah.
2: There's a lot to like about it. Yeah. Uh, there's several things to not like about it. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll get real deep into that, I'm sure, once we uh, cross the spoiler wall. But, yeah, I mean, as a whole... I enjoyed it more than I expected.
1: Yeah. It's real long. It is, it's a long film.
0: You should watch the director's cut. No, I'm the good. Okay, there's the
1: director's cut?
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> How
2: long is it?
0: Uh, I think it's only like 20 extra minutes. It's not like a time. That's a lot of time. But they, so, uh, I'll wait till it's my turn to say my <laughs> own thoughts to get into it. But yeah. I
2: mean, I, I take it.
0: Okay. Before. So, this is a movie that I've seen probably about four times, this being like the fourth time. Yeah. Maybe fifth. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. I'm, I watched it all it, runs together. Well, I watched it twice in theaters. One time in 3D. We, one we time saw a in 2D. lot in theaters. And so y'all are why he. I, I like. <laughs> we inflated every, the budget every that, time. <laughs> every
2: time that a movie comes up, where it's just like, "Yeah, I made so much." And she's like, "I saw it four times." Like, all right, I'm starting to understand why these movies are making so much money. <laughs> it's They're the just,
0: same guy. It just just keeps, keeps
2: going. It back.
1: Back. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry that I liked. Fellowship of the Ring a lot. (laughs) So sue me. We saw it like six times in the first weekend. It was ridiculous. Incredible. Yeah. Is there even enough time for that? There is. Continue. (laughs)
0: Anyways, (laughs) uh, my problem is I think I like this movie a little bit less every time I see it. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That's not to say that I dislike it. Yeah, yeah. I just think the further we get away from that initial spectacle of like, like, oh my gosh, the more of the imperfections I see. The the themes. The things that I'm like, I don't remember this being like that in the original, you know, the the first time I saw it. And it's it's just the stuff of like the, the further we get from 2009, we're like, the CG holds up, but it's still 2009 CG. Yeah. And so like the, the, you know the the impressiveness of it is not there as much anymore it's more just like oh yeah this really holds up it's it, it still looks good in a lot of yeah, scenes but it's not like just, you're saying oh the colors yeah, yeah. the art direction is really good but again once you've seen it a few times and now you know 13 years later as, as the 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 patina wears off or whatever yeah, yeah. you know it, it's like I'm starting to see the chinks in the armor of like, okay, look at that, Isn't look at that. It's patina, as, like it's the other way around. It's the it, other yeah. way around. So yeah. as it gets more patina, <laughs> I can't see the finish wears off. The finish the, wears off. The varnish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The paint is fading. There you go. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: keep beat. Beat this metaphor up a little more. Right? Let's, <laughs> How can I rework it a few more times? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think overall, the, the the visuals are great. I think the back half of the movie is better just because that's where the best action takes place. Right. Yeah. I think Sam Worthington struggles the whole way through. He's
1: not a very He's good He's not actor. a very
0: good actor. I mean, and, his his credits on D
1: B are basically
0: Avatar. Well, well, and, well, he
1: doesn't really get a lot to work with either.
0: No. no. But there was a hot minute where Sam Worthington was like in a bunch of stuff. He was in the Clash yes. of the Titans remake. He was right, in but, this. But he was in cares the Terminator. the movie. Clash of
2: the Titans remake.
0: Right, but I'm just saying... Or Terminator Salvation. He was in that one phone booth uh, assassin movie. He was in like a bunch of stuff around like 09 through like 2011. I mean, like, he, made, he made $2.9 billion. Oh, sure. but <laughs> not, then, not
1: personally, but he made but a he lot. Could, he but could, I really did.
0: think that like there was this moment in time where Hollywood was like, we got to get Sam Worthington in this. And then after like four years, they were like hey, we all tried. He's not a great actor, so let's just not put him in anything else for the rest of the decade <laughs> until Jane, Avatar 2. James Cameron comes
2: back he's like, Sam, I need you,
0: Jimmy Cameron can, can keep him in the Avatar movies. That'd be one of those every few years, right, guys? Right? Yeah, every few yeah years? surely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, for me, it's the the, the writing and, and the plot and the, the criminal well, underuse of Giovanni Rabisi <laughs> that they did in this movie where it's like, he just plays this one note, like corporate evil bad guy who's yeah. very cartoonish that, like, Giovanni Ribisi's great. What like else is Bacon? he in? Um, man. Uh, so I, I, if you I, I, hadn't, told I have a question. Broken. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. so you know, because we're, we're talking about Sam Worthington, you know, I don't want to just bash him no, 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 into yeah. the ground here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you not like him as an actor in in live action where he hmm. is playing himself, or whenever he is in the Avatar and just basically doing voice acting in mocap? Yes, both. Both.
0: Um, he probably did better in the live action because when he's in the mocap. There's way too many, like, and this is a problem more with like just the movie and the writing. There's way too many woohoo, yeah, and like, Yo, like yeah. things that, like they, the, the call outs when they're yeah. like writing stuff that I'm like, I just don't need that. Like I don't. Yeah, now, now, fair yeah.
2: enough. You know, they did, they did kind of be like cast him as the meathead marine. Yeah,
0: he's supposed and, to be, and the, and the, the dialogue the, the, the supports hurrah. that, and it's
2: not great. It's still,
0: it still for me is grading now. Whereas yeah. I remember the first time I saw it, I didn't even come out of it thinking oh, man, his character was so, like, dumb. and Now I'm like, this guy is the worst. <laughs> this guy is like, what's wrong? I just did this. I just stepped on all these plants and shot all these things. Like, why are you mad at me? And it's like, obviously. <laughs> he's, he's over here, like, blazing with the gun, like,
2: yeah, science.
0: He well, just takes so long to, like, get, catch up on the yeah. uptake that mm-hmm. it's like we in the the, the audience are already, like, Come on, dude, you got it right? and it's in in the movie time, weeks have passed, and he's still clueless
2: yeah <laughs> like, now dude. I, I will say, uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna stop you, okay. There is one scene, yeah, where I will give him full marks and credit and it's, oh, yeah. it's not just him it's it's the writing, it's the decision. Yeah. everything lines up perfectly, but it happens real early, and then that that shine kind of wears off real fast, it kinda, yeah
3: <laughs>
0: no and it's not just a bag on him the whole time. Through. Yeah. 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 There, there's a lot of moments where his uh, Australian accent pokes through. And it's a funny, there's a little trivia thing. I'll jump ahead to that where he, uh, he said that uh, learning Navi. And speaking that was easier for him than trying to manage an American accent. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, I can see that yeah, now yeah, yeah. on this like, fourth <laughs> or fifth time because there's so many words where I'm like, that's not how Well, because I guess
1: whenever you're learning a completely foreign language that isn't semi close to yours. You got nowhere to go y- without, Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. You have a lot more. It's a blank slate at that point where you don't yeah. have these, these, you know, obviously lifetime worth of uh, habits and everything. Yeah, just that, ingrained that into your yeah.
0: speech. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the the CG holds up. I think the story is is, is serviceable. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's definitely like you said, like dances with wolves or you know Ferngully. Yeah, it's, um, it's Ferngully in twice the time. Yeah, <laughs> yes. almost almost Ferngully ex- is an animated
2: film. Almost sir. exactly. Yeah, is the thing. It's, it's one hour and 16 for Fern Gully. It's, it's 241. So you could watch two Fern Gullies. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: it's an animated film. With enough time to pop hand some popcorn. And animated, yeah. I should add. I know. Continue.
0: Yeah. I'll <laughs> save the stuff that's on the special edition, the director's cut, for after the spoiler. <laughs> <one>. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, needless to say, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that, like, the, the thing that surprised me the most this time that I think I had just maybe I forgot it. Mm -hmm. was how scantily clad the Na'vi are a lot of the time. Just all the time. It was, like, uncomfortable this time. I was like, wow, did James Cameron have, like, a side, like, uh, contract with DeviantArt? Oh, no. he's like, hey, guys, I got
1: you. Don't worry. So, fun fact of trivia. Oh, here we go. um, Oh, boy. There there was uh, one... (laughs)
2: Time for that tall blue glass of water.
1: (laughs) God. there There was a... Uh, he had one whenever they were designing the na'vi <laughs> um, he specifically said that they they had to have breasts.
0: sure they D- had to okay. despite not necessarily the, being mammalian the, but they covered them to. with one strand of beads Qu- question
1: how many fingers does the na'vi have <laughs> It was
0: like 3 4 4 okay yeah. yeah so
1: it's it's one of those things where whenever he was designing them mm-hmm. he wanted them to be as as close to human like as possible, or possible because they had a romantic Thing in right, the yeah. film written in the story, and he didn't want it to be too weird. <laughs> uh, just because, like, you know, this. this <laughs> like, human, Galaxy Quest octopus person yeah, yeah, going yeah. at it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he wanted there, he didn't want to be too much dissonance. Between between that because there was a romantic storyline, but, but he still
0: needed them. Be sure, but why were they so scantily clad? Don't ask
1: me. I, I, didn't. <laughs> I thought you were about to no, explain. No, no, like, like, like that's that's just yeah. Part I, I of thought it was
2: a good explanation coming. I was wrong.
1: Yeah, that, that's <laughs> about as okay, I I don't know.
0: No, you're good. No, no,
1: no, no. Anyways, I'm sorry. I derailed it. Go ahead.
0: Uh, <laughs> that was just something that surprised me this time. Of like, man, I forgot how like, man, they're not just, wearing as much. I mean, clothes it's going to be all. the same in the new one. Just one strand
2: of line and a
0: couple of beads. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, but uh, I think visually there's a lot of really cool scenes, you know, like, um, later in the movie in that back half that mm-hmm. they, they do great. The action again, like the, the, the directing and like the mm-hmm. cinematography, that's really good, really good. Yeah, you you and know again, what's happening. It well, cannot be understated how much this movie pushed things forward for like the facial real time oh, capture crazy. and like the, all that stuff, you know, that's very commonplace now. Yeah. That like this, it just
1: didn't exist yeah, until it didn't then, exist. essentially. So. And, and James Cameron is still a master craft. When it comes to action films,
0: absolutely, yeah, and you know, you know, unobtainium aside, <laughs> oh, there's a lot oh, of like oh. th- the writing isn't like terrible, and I, the thing I I realize too the the older I get and again the more times I see it is it like. This movie probably played really well for foreign audiences because I think you could watch this without subtitles and not speak the language and, and no, still and no understand exactly everything. What's yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty much everything, everything that's happening. Because again, the bad guys are cartoonishly like one dimension yeah. on a lot of levels mm-hmm. and like everything that happens. You, you could probably, yeah, watch this with the sound I off. Mean, Sam <laughs> Worthington kills it. Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Kills it is it in good or kills it in bad? What oh, hold
1: mean? on. I got the wrong name, didn't I? No, yes, yeah, Sam Worthington, yeah, he's the bad guy. No,
0: no. Sam Worthington S- is the main. Oh, uh, J- no. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Thank you. Stephen like, Lang. <laughs> record scratch. Dude, I'm going to add yeah, it in. No. <laughs> like, St- Steve, yeah, no, we, yeah we, Sam Worthington kills enjoyment of the yeah, 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 yeah. We, no, we just Stephen, had a whole
2: segment that was, yeah. hey, let's bag on Sam Worthington. They both start
1: with S.
0: Stephen Lang does kill it. Absolutely. Kills it, My only complaint with him is just that, like, it almost goes so far into like being like one that it's almost parody when he's like drinking coffee, like, all right, genocide. Drink, drink, drink. Yeah. You're like, okay, is anyone that evil? A little too casual <laughs> here. <laughs> like, that's pretty cartoonishly evil. I, I but again, just, that probably plays for any audience. Yeah. You know, I, I just yeah.
2: remember in theaters when they said, this is why we're here on Optanium. I'm pretty sure I actually. Like, like the only only in my life where I have
0: audibly like yelled at a movie, we're like that's a placeholder. <laughs> that there are a few moments in this movie that feels like they uh, we'll we'll figure that out in post. And yeah, then they did. and then it didn't. <laughs> yeah, or it's they're fine. like
2: unobtainium. Okay, we'll we'll come up with a, a cooler name for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just kept saying it
2: over and over again until eventually they were just like, <laughs> well, it has to be unobtainium, right? Like, yeah, the words just grown on me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, so uh, would you recommend this movie? Overall thoughts? Huh? I would. I mean, you watch it every year. I mean, it's it's a good adventure film. Yeah, yeah. Steven, would you recommend it? I mean, man, this is hard. It's really hard because ultimately the story doesn't bring anything that Fern Goli or you know Last Samurai. Dan- sure. Like it just doesn't bring something new. Uh, length. What it brings is oh, the the, no, the, Dance World. the Wolves is longer. I know. It which is. is which is precisely why Way of the Water when it comes out is like eleven it's minutes longer way than Dance of is, Water. Whatever. When, when it comes, Avatar 2, when it comes out, it's 11 minutes longer than Dances with Wolves, just so James Cameron can be like, I have the longest one. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Next, next thing you know, he's going to release a 30-minute one. Be like, I have both. I have, I've
0: covered the shortest, the, and, the the shortest and the longest. I mean, I think what it brings to the table is the world building. and yes. the, the, the Pandora. I mean, they have
1: entire Disney park. They, or section right. for yeah, this. And so, they, they
2: did a lot on not just, like, the, the language. Like, there is a whole ton of lore that was made both for the movie and also around the movie that we haven't necessarily seen yet, which is part of the reason why James Cameron has, like, four other movies lined up ready to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think at the end of the day, if you like Ferngully, Dances with Wolves, et cetera, et cetera, and you want to complete the
1: set, <laughs> then this is a must-watch, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Right. Uh, if you've never seen any of those, go watch Dances with Wolves first, because it's the first one. It's the first one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I
2: do think that for what it was, right, the the spectacle of it, the achievements technologically, yeah, it's it's worth watching it for that. Because there are still some lighting effects in the CGI with like the way the plants move and stuff
3: mm-hmm.
2: that are just phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. some of the shots that are done with like the little uh, little floating seed pods. Oh yeah. And so yeah. Like, it's just, that is the kind of thing that at the time was just absolutely mind-blowing. Now, maybe it's not quite as much, but most movies that are this heavy in CGI, everything's moving real fast. Whereas here, we have really slow, mm-hmm. drink in the scenery kind of moments. And I, so I do think for that, it's definitely watchable.
1: Well, and it really gives you the, the sense of, of true spectacle when it's you're got, watching got this got a, film. It's got a sense of wonder to yeah. it, right?
0: And there's not a lot of fully or mostly CG films from like 2009 that you would still watch today and be like this 100% holds up. Do you know how um, much of a
1: percentage this film is in CGI? Just take a guess. Just a wild guess yeah. of
0: what made it in the final cut,
1: right? What made it in the final cut? 85%. I would say 70. It is 60% CGI. Okay. That's that, uh, that that's obviously <laughs> less
2: than we thought. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. I mean I, mean. I mm-hmm.
2: I guess the ground was. Probably I guess if you're solid, counting like and, a
0: you know real time actor it, it, or live action actor it, well, in front the, of a CG set, the definition
1: set. is kind of hairy because right, it's like right. well, what is what do you consider CGI and yeah, what do you like, consider like, only live? action Did they action?
2: like look at screen real estate and say for every frame you know these CGI screens took up ten percent so that counts for this?
1: Or, uh, yeah, you know, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure what the how they get that number, but yeah, sixty percent is is how much
2: mm-hmm, CGI right. is in well, the film. It's right. still
0: quite a bit, but I would I would still say that like. It, it there is are majority. majority.
2: All, right, all right, let's 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 reel it in. Reel yeah. it in. Reel it in. Ryan. Yes. Would you recommend?
0: This I film? would recommend it. I I think it's it's a very good adventure movie. Like you say, I think the action speaks for itself. It's mm-hmm. great. Don't come to it thinking like this plot's gonna be revolutionary. You know, and change ev- your life. everyone
2: knows this plot just like in their subconscious. At this but point, but
0: it's, it's a good solid story. That's why it's it's been done so many times. Uh, but like. If someone told me they loved this movie and it was their favorite movie of all time or told me they hated it and it was the worst thing they'd ever seen, I would believe both people. I think this movie could very easily skew. If you don't care about spectacle and you don't care about that kind of stuff and you want emotion and story, You could, I could see people picking it apart. So this yeah. is a really good action movie. There's a lot of world building in terms of like the visuals, you know, the, the way Pandora looks and all that kind of stuff. And I, I would definitely recommend it. At least see it once if you haven't watched Avatar.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so obviously, both of you have rewatched it of your own accord. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had to be forced, okay. <laughs> twist my arm a little bit. Uh, so I think that, that kind of gives a, a measure of uh, how, how rewatched. Well, I mean, Ryan's over here, like every time I rewatched I hate it a little more or I love it a little less. I don't know. What, I love but, it a little less. Yeah, I love it the a way little to put less. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Buyer beware on, on, on yeah, heavy my, rewatching. My watch may vary. Yeah. But it
0: seems like your initial experience with the 3D is what probably sold you the most on it, right? The it, initial, it like, It did. Well, I mean, it's, it's one and... of these things where it's like,
2: we, we know the story. Like, the story's been done. Mm-hmm. And the big selling point, especially at the time, the big selling point was the visuals, the mm-hmm. 3D. And yeah. it was like, well, this is terrible. Uh, and, again, I did say, you know, it holds up better than I thought it would, and it's less offensive just, you know, on my little... 50 inch TV or whatever it is at home <laughs> mm-hmm. with, you know, standard sound.
0: I know that makes Ryan angry. He just I, has TV speakers. I'm refusing to speak right now because I'm so angry. <laughs> He's he just shaking tapping. over here
3: in the
1: corner. <laughs> I can't contain my
2: <laughs>
0: But
3: I
2: mean, I think it is rewatchable at the end of the day.
0: Guys, I want to talk to you about something very important to me. Breaking announcement. Spoilers intended podcast.com near and dear to your heart it's a very good website it's full of content it it is full of content yeah all of our episodes bios about us discord links discord links links to our patreon links to everything we got all sorts of previous episodes we got black panther wakanda forever we got andor we have uh, Alien, Alien,
1: Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade
0: Runner. They get yeah. some sci-fi in there. The Bullet Train, Aviator, Rings of Power, House of House the, Dragon. the Dragon. House of the Dragon. It does exist. Yeah, all sorts of good stuff. We have a Discord that's open to everybody. You can just jump in there. We talk about not only our episodes, but we talk about what we've been watching, what we've been playing, like video games, what we're, we're listening, listening, we're listening to. to. Yeah,
2: a lot of good discussion in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Get in there. We'd love to have you uh, visit us in the Discord. Yeah, come and hang talk out a little with
1: little.
2: us.
0: Join us. Yeah. Uh, we have social media. If you if you don't follow us yet on Instagram or Facebook, come on, get in there. Like it, share it. Let's get the word out about this show. Yeah. If you listen to us on specifically iTunes, but whatever you listen to, <laughs> please give us a review. I'd love a review. Yeah, we would love it if you, you'd rate it. That's how those services, you know, bubble up podcasts and recommend it to people. We are a slave to the algorithm. So please help us out. <laughs> Leave us a review, please. 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 All right, that means we are past the spoiler wall, so it's all spoilers all the time. If you
1: haven't seen the first Avatar from 2009 by now, I don't know what you're doing, if you're already here.
0: Somehow, yeah. If you haven't, you can keep listening. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We we all know the story.
1: Have you seen Dances with Wolves? Have you seen Pocahontas? Have you seen... Ferngully. Ferngully. Have you seen Last Samurai?
0: Have you seen anyone make fun of Avatar? You've probably had most of the plot yeah. points spoiled for you in that way. So ah. like, it's fine. Keep listening. <laughs>
1: did, did you know that uh, James Cameron was inspired to make this film mm-hmm. because of Pocahontas? Really? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't Dance with the Wolves, despite the very close similarities.
2: Disney is real salty about the fact that he was inspired by Pocahontas, of an animated film that did Okay. okay, and then cranked out $2.9 billion. <laughs> I mean, they own Walt it Disney's now. Walt so. Disney's big mad. Yeah, so mad they went out and
0: bought it.
3: <laughs> I'll show you I'll what if show I owe you. you? <laughs>
0: uh, some more trivia, some fun stuff here. Um, so like you said, it was originally supposed to be completed in 1999. Yeah. Uh, at the time, the special effects obviously would have increased the budget to over $400 million, <laughs> So no studio would fund it. And so he had to shelve it for eight years yep. until he could finally get a studio to put the money towards it. Um, most of the animal noises heard in this movie are recycled dinosaur noises from Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park,
1: yeah. The uh, the little like panther thing yep. is definitely just the
0: Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, it's the T Rex yeah. and the Raptors specifically, yeah. but they just recycled a lot of that like where do you well, get that the, sound library? The banshee
1: uh, or like the little banshee flying things that they that they ride on. Yeah, those are definitely velociraptor sounds.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, we we were laughing the like when we were watching it the other night. I was like, "Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) there it is." (laughs) is. I can't not hear it. Yeah, Uh, James Cameron wanted an unknown actor to play Jake Sully or Jake Sully, Jake Jake Sully, Sully. Uh, because it would give the character a real quality. You know, the guy you want to have a beer with, who ultimately becomes the leader, who transforms a whole world. That was his quote. Yeah, I guess. (sighs) Yeah, sigh. Yeah. (laughs) It could have been anyone else. <laughs> it, it could have been. Um, yeah, so that's all the trivia I got. I think we've touched on everything else. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I, for some reason, I have a lot of really interesting— I was about interesting...
0: to ask. You sound like you did more trivia research I, I than I did. I did nothing. You <laughs> just had this, 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 this information, in your this, pocket ready this information
1: I've had over the years.
2: You, Andrew... you just wake
0: up at night in a cold sweat. <laughs> Actually, the first time Avatar was written, it was—
2: So what you didn't know is that Andrew is just an Avatar super fan.
1: <laughs> no. First, said, don't, no. don't stereotype me that way. His
2: first body pillow, let me tell you, it's 10 foot long. Oh, <laughs> no,
0: Andrew. <laughs> you dirty bird.
1: The size
2: of the king, king size bed. I don't know. It's also the size of a Navi. Oh, don't say
0: that. <laughs> 10 foot bed would be massive. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. Uh, okay, let's get into spectacle. So we touched on it a lot, obviously, in our overall thoughts, but what, what did you guys think of the spectacle? I mean, it's still
2: pretty, right? Sure. So, so one thing that stood out to me that I just totally did not remember, right, because it's been 13 years since i seen it, was yeah. there are a couple of very just kind of gratuitous slow-mo scenes. There are. There are. And it was just like, I don't know if this needed to be slow-mo, but boy, it really shows that this is, in fact, 13-year-old CGI. The yeah.
1: uh, There's a couple of slow-mo scenes whenever, um, uh, I can't even remember her name, the princess saves Jake.
3: The yes. First time from like the little jackals the, or whatever, the little, and there's some um, things,
1: yeah. And and there's like a slow mo scene of her like swinging the bow around her head and then like oh, yeah, smacking something. It doesn't look, it doesn't, no, that. doesn't, it doesn't look, look good. very no, good. No,
0: the, the motion blur helps a lot it with, does. with some of the movement. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, when they're, when they're in full motion with like full frame rate, it looks good, yes, yeah.
2: Uh, I, I mean, I gotta say, you know, like Pandora at night is gorgeous, oh,
1: yes, oh man, yeah. like the,
2: the bioluminescence and stuff, mm-hmm. they got Ooh, mm. Yeah mm, they did they had a good couple of weeks at the VFX department for those. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah that that strikes me as like one of those things that when he probably went to like the VFX team before they were doing like when they were doing like pre-production he was probably like I want bioluminescence what can you do and they had like that and he was like I'm going to put that throughout the whole film. <laughs>
2: they're like well we can always render this he's like I'm going to put that
0: everywhere they're like oh god that took us like yeah. 3 weeks to do this one clip. <laughs> so poor guy just like wait what? Oh, wait. He's like what if the whole jungle was that and they're like this oh, no, is your no, no. life now no 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 I, I, it's like one plant like, what if every plant did it though <laughs> and it reacted to their touch every time yeah. they had like
2: one beast and he's like I love that beast give me 50 like,
0: oh crap well, also I was you know they have like those moments that's almost like a black light like the, the yeah. body paint and stuff uh-huh. that I, I had this thought of like I don't know that I've ever seen CGI of a black light
1: I mean, it definitely that exists. Yeah, mm. but like, it's 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 probably not easy to do.
0: No, that, that was the first thing I thought. Was like, that's interesting, like to think about. Of like, they had to render you pr- what you, the light would do under like or, a black light or, situation, or, or
2: they're like, they were looking at some of the scenes after they did the VFX. <laughs> like the mocap dots are showing through. I don't know, man. Make them glow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, I, I mean, th- this is a very pretty film, but uh, very but, much. So, but yeah. what really. What really gets me excited whenever I watch the film is that I know Ryan kind of mentioned like the last half of the film has some Mm. really good action in it and the size and scale of whenever they're fighting like I'll say pelicans like the um, just like the little hover craft, hover helicopters or whatever yeah uh, the the scale of the of the banshees fighting them Whenever, like, you know, like, the big one comes down and grabs it and, like, throws it into a rock and everything. Like, they really have the scale and the intensity of what that would be down, like, perfectly. When they're fighting in the, the, the floating
0: mountains or whatever, oh, man. Well, and that scene specifically, because what happens, and I think the movie does a really good job to, like, visually convey this to you, is, like, when you stick with the avatars for too long... Mm-hmm. Their the, height and it like the scale anymore. of like you know a- everything seems it like all scales normal. down. Yeah. So in that scene where it grabs that you know uh, it, helicopter yeah. thing, all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, these things are as big as the helicopter. These are massive. These are huge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Or,
2: or even at the end, like the very end of the movie, when she saves him and she's in like the little containment pod or whatever. Yeah, and she's and it's, holding it's his, him. She, She's holding his human... It's like she's holding a baby. Yeah. yeah. Th-
1: those kind of scenes are a little kind of like uncanny valley mm-hmm. a little bit because you know that he is a human and like they're just like, wow, this is a really big blue thing.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely <laughs> think that like if there's any like moments in the film where the spectacle hits a hitch ever it's when there's the mixture of live action people and navi specifically mm-hmm.
1: when when they're carrying sigourney weaver uh, yeah. to the tree mm-hmm. whenever she's like injured and she's about to die like that that scene is ooh, that's that's hard
0: it's not bad though it still holds it, up it's just that's the, the when you see the scene you see the scene yeah, as, sure. as soon
2: as you get the scale of like a Na'vi holding a human. Yeah. It, it really does something to your brain where you're just like,
0: no, this just doesn't feel right. When it's the edges too of like, and I don't know how they did that scene if, you know, they got like Sigourney Weaver on a big pallet jack covered in green and they like moved it if the head. Like how they did that. But like whatever they did, it's just like not quite yeah, but that's there, probably yeah. one
1: of the, the harder VFX shots in the, in the movie. Oh, sure. Just yeah. because, like, you have this live actor in the CGI environment that has to be manipulated around, and they're not just on a green screen. Yeah, And especially whenever—this uh, uh, is kind of the opposite direction—whenever Jake Sully. <laughs> uh, goes into the avatar th- for the first time and he wakes up in like kind of like the, the little like medical area. Yeah. And he's like fumbling around where the, the normal human doctors are like trying to like, hey, you know, you need to slow down. You need to slow down. You know? down. Yeah. yeah. And that actually looks quite good. It right? does. Of, of him like fumbling around around them and like kind of like going through. I, the-
2: I think a big part that helps there is he's the only color. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a very white, sterile place yeah. and all the doctors mm-hmm. are like garbed and robed up and stuff so he's the only big splasher just blue yeah so it's really easy for like like the scale and the comparisons that your brain wants to make to fade out because everything's just white it's yeah. so stark
1: yeah that makes sense yeah yeah
2: because yeah you're right and thinking about that scene that that did not hit me it didn't the way the out. scenes towards the end of the movie did get me where I was like, man, this is just. This feels kind of weird. Yeah. Well,
0: and I think the difference too is like in one scene you have one CG element with people and at the other one it's one person with all, all CG yeah, with elements. That's, that's true too. So yeah. it's like, I think it's easier. Well, and probably VFX artists have had a lot more Time and years throughout the 90s and into the 2000s to put a single CGI single element item into as opposed something.
2: to an entire CGI everything
0: versus yeah, yeah a, a live action person in a CG yeah. scene. Because like I got,
2: I got to say all the
0: sci-fi elements, right? So like you've already
2: touched on the kind of like the helicopters yeah. where they look, yeah. But like the inside of the base mm-hmm. and everything that all looks great. It looks good. Yeah. That is. That is. Pretty much classic, what I would think of as, like, a human settlement sci-fi yeah. well, and you feel only, and look.
1: You only see it for, you know, just right at the beginning of the film, but the spaceship that they come in. Oh, yeah. It, that, is that really, is, it looks that is great. A
2: hard sci-fi Yeah, spaceship. it
1: looks fantastic. And you can definitely tell where James Cameron's general eye, you know, like, his history of, mm-hmm. like, Terminator Two and Alien, Alien, yeah. like yeah. that. That is really showing through with a lot of the hard sci-fi elements in the show, in the movie. You can
0: see the DNA. Yeah,
1: he like, does mm-hmm. such a good job with it.
2: And I, well, they, they, I mean, really small piece, but they did a good job too at the start. Again, with the weightlessness, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and kind of the the idea of you know hi- hibernation, cryostasis, and these kind yeah. of like it start. The movie starts and it feels real hard sci-fi, mm-hmm. and it kind of slides from there. Yeah. But it it could still have held on to those roots if it well, wanted to.
0: I too want to shout out the like the character design, not only of the Na'vi and like the the creatures on Pandora, but like even the costuming of like um, I forgot his name now, but the the main bad guy with the scar Stephen on his Lang. face, Stephen Lang, yeah, his character, Colonel Quarrel, Colonel, yeah, that sounds right. Which is just generic bad guy, my <laughs> quarrel with you, bad man number one. But uh, you know, with the the scar on his eye and like the just how like tan he is yeah know? and then sigourney weaver and her outfit you know and like everyone has like a kind of a a a look to them yeah that is, that is distinct they pass and, the silhouette test yeah yeah and they do a good job again not only of the, the cg creatures sorry corridge. Corridge. corridge, okay uh so everyone has a cool look to them and again like you're saying the technology is 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 really fun the the designs of the ships and like I, I like the user interfaces they use yeah too like when they pull up a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah those um, look good those
2: those kind of look a bit Iron Man esque a little
0: bit yeah but they're still
2: because they're still contained within the screens they don't feel as yeah well, MCU it, it,
1: and well I think because like uh, you know Iron Man came out in two thousand eight a lot mm-hmm. of this was probably either in post production or already done with post production by the time prior this to came yeah out. I mean, oh, it's, yeah it's, it's so, generic sci-fi yeah yeah at it's, the same it's very time. generic sci-fi kind of stuff. Uh, so I guess we're you know we want to move on to uh,
0: yeah let's go ahead and move into performance yeah sure um, so what what did you think Andrew
1: uh, you know it's. Sigourney Weaver does a fantastic job. She's she, all she
0: just any screen, right? Yeah, she's just like, put me in there, coach. Yeah, she, Let's she go. She dominates
1: uh, it whenever she's on it. I don't know. I think she's really good. I, I think, think she did okay good. in
0: this. Uh, so fun fact, I think she did way better in other stuff she's been in. To me, it felt like this she's isn't like, her, this isn't her best film, but it's also not her worst. There were definitely some lines where she delivered it, and I was like, that's the best take y'all got. Like, Sigourney Weaver is better. Like, it felt like she hadn't done a role in this like style in a while. And she was like getting the cobwebs off. She so, did okay, but like, I just feel like you got Sigourney Weaver. You could have had her do a little better. Well, so, she's
2: also not the main kid, not like the the, the, yeah. the main sure. character. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. so
1: fun fact: um, whenever she was chosen for this role, um, her muse of who she was trying to emulate was James Cameron himself. Okay, uh, so maybe, maybe he's to be, a bad to, actor off camera. So well, she's, to really, be this <laughs> this hard line, no nonsense. Uh, kind of kind of character. She wanted to basically be James Cameron for this role. and gotcha. uh, um, yeah, Then you have uh, Stephen Lang, which I, I really like him a lot. It. He does, kills it. Just kills it. He is yeah. the, the emphatic bad guy. You oh, yeah. know exactly what he like what he's about the second that he's on screen. And you're like, yep, he's going to be the final boss. Just that's mil-
0: military through and through. Yep. I, I think for me, performance-wise, uh, Zoe Saldana is Neytiri takes the cake. I think she's the one who gives the most emotion in her performance out of Mm -hmm. everybody. And I think she's given probably the most opportunity with the way the script is written. Mm. Um, Well, I I
2: don't even know if, so I actually, you know, I, I, when I was writing my notes down for this, I said that I thought, you know, it's kind of hard to judge her just because her role is only CGI, mm -hmm. but being able to essentially be the other piece of the story really as a character who is only CGI is pretty impressive when you, really, when you really get into it.
0: Well, and I think, again, for the, the time and the motion capture of, of they were capturing the actors' faces while they yeah. were, you know, mm. doing that kind of stuff, which is, I don't know if it's the first movie that did it, but it's definitely the, the biggest movie at the time that had implemented that kind of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her performance as Neytiri is the proof in the pudding of, like, look, this is what you can do with mm-hmm. this technology. You can still, even though it's CG... You can still get emotion. Look at the and, emotion you yeah, can show. Yeah. Look at the performance you can get out of this instead of it. Because I believe like before that, people probably thought like Jar Jar Binks. And, you know, they're thinking of CG characters in that way. And they're yeah. not thinking mm-hmm. of like deep emotional, mm-hmm. you know, performances with like, I don't know. It's in the eyes. They, they really yeah. got the eyes right where it didn't have that uncanny valley dead you know, Yeah, CGI they had a lot of life thing. in them. Well, it, and uh, it helped too that they're
2: very different from like CGI human eyes, right? Yeah,
1: because we know what those look right. like. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, what? Um, another small shout out, and this is more just I like Michelle Rodriguez. I was gonna say she did really good. Yeah, she too. did a great job. Yeah. Oh, she she always she's, plays the she's same character. Michelle Rodriguez, yeah. right? But, you know. uh, I don't care. She's always great and everything. I'm here for her. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: You know, you know what you're gonna get, right? Yep. And she delivers.
1: Yeah, every single time. And I like that she was the Merc with a heart of gold, right? Uh, and she like there's more plot, but you know she's the one that breaks him out, and she's like, you know what. I'm here. Let's, let's revolution this. Let's yeah, go.
0: I didn't sign up for this. And she's like, yeah. I, I love that they made her that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um The only people that really struggled to me, again, Sam Worthington. I feel like... All right. Uh, I right, could okay, keep on. I was going to say, the, the problem with, with him struggling is that he's sitting right next to Zoe Saldana, who is like... Just killing it. Killing mm-hmm. it. And so it highlights even more how he's not doing a terrible job. It's just he... I think if you gave that role to someone who was just a little bit better they could have matched her in emotion and energy and yeah. stuff. And he comes across kind of deadpan. The other one that was a little grating was Joel David Moore, who plays Norm Spellman. Yeah. Who's the other, the guy that... But he's mm, supposed to be the nerd. He's supposed Do to you even know about the
3: mountains? Along? Yeah, yeah. You know? he's supposed to be grating. Again,
0: it's... The only complaints I can throw with the performance is that a lot of the people are kind of one-note and cartoonish. Mm. And... I don't necessarily know that that's a bad thing.
2: Well, they got to cover a lot of ground. They, have, they right. have a
0: long time to do it in, but they got to cover
2: a lot of ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I'll definitely say the, um, uh, I can't even remember his name, but the, um, the, the one that's going to be Chief after, um, after her father passes Sute. away. Yeah. Sute?
0: Sute? Sute. Sute. Yeah.
1: Um, he does a really good job, too. I, yes. I don't know his actor.
0: Uh, Laz Alonso, which I'm pretty sure is Mother's Milk from The Boys. Okay. Oh, okay. This is crazy. I was like, "Wow, that's the guy." Uh,
1: but yeah, he—I uh, haven't seen the boys, so I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he does a great oh. job. Yeah, he does I, a good job. Uh, he, de- you definitely really can tell that he's—you know—obviously like the the rival, and he ha- he's kind of the Vegeta of the <laughs> he is oh, <laughs> of, man, of, of the he story is. because he had, yeah. he's the back, like he doesn't want. He's the reluctant uh, friend. He's right? the he's right.
2: the uh. The tribal obstacle, right? Like, yeah. you're not going to integrate with the tribe. Yeah, and then, right. you know,
1: they become brothers by the end, and unfortunately, he, pa- he dies. Um, yeah, which, which is
2: kind of sad. Yeah,
1: I, I was really sad whenever that happened in the film, because I'm like, no, I actually really liked your character. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: So, so we, we've kind of run the, the bash train on Sam Worthington. I want to I wanna extend one olive branch. Yes, go ahead. So, the scene early on when he first takes over the Avatar right? He's in the, the little hospital ward type thing. And he mm-hmm. goes against orders and he stands up and I mean, this is a guy who's crippled, right? Yeah, And mm-hmm. he's standing on legs the first time and he runs out and like, he's all smiles running across the, the field and like digs his toes. That one piece mm-hmm. was like a perfect moment where his acting, the the performance of what they were doing with the CGI and like the scenes that they chose where like yeah. his feet are digging in. this. That one piece, you're like, this is perfect because this is such a great example of someone who has not been able to walk for yeah. some time now, yeah. who knows what it should feel like, but has been denied it, is like, oh my God, I have this back to me. Yeah. And then everything after that, it just kind of collapses because but That was a is. very
1: good emotional moment. Right. Yeah.
2: But for, for a character who is such a, just a, you know, a literal, a jarhead, yeah. uh, that piece felt Great. Like, that was like, hey, this was like the emotional connection to who he is and, like, what's going to – what potentially motivates him, right? I mean, uh, Colonel Corritch is all over that. Like, hey, hey, soldier, you gave oh, me yeah. the info. I send you back. Your legs are there. Yeah. Right? right. Your real legs, not these blue things. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I feel like everything kind of slides off for him, slides off down from that. Uh, and it's kind of sad because I think there was that moment Early on, yeah. You know, I don't know when these things. Maybe that was like one of the last scenes they shot. I don't know. You know, movies. Oh yeah, who knows, that Work as far in as mysterious like ways. But order from, of shooting. Yeah. yeah. But from a, a viewer's perspective, that it's moment early. was like, wow! Like early on, like boom. We we know who this, this, this guy ha- is. This has
1: the weight. Yeah.
2: Like, like oh, this, this. dude's gonna have like he's gonna have some some arcs. Some. Uh, uh, oh no! No. Okay. Never mind. No. We're just here.
0: Well, it, I think too he has moments throughout the film every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's just that a lot of the time there will be like a scene and like he'll he'll say something and it's like good and then it's punctuated by something right after that where he <laughs> says a one-liner woo! or a zinger or a woo or a <laughs> well, he'll he, pronounce a word weird and you're like y'all didn't have like a second take of just that word y'all can't ADR just one word you know
1: uh whenever he was giving his his war speech yeah, uh from coming back i thought that was really good uh, yeah. whenever whenever um uh the other guys uh, basically translating for him, so he can he can basically say it and then I yeah. translate. Well, I think it through. the
2: two of them working together there, yeah, worked really well. It, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it's it's definitely one of those those moments where you're like, yeah, I can really get yeah, behind like, this. Yeah, like fire me up. Here. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Okay, okay, so let's, music. Let's music. move on to score. Yeah, what would yeah. you guys think?
1: I, I like this music. I yeah, th- I think the soundtrack's quite good. James Horner um, is a is a great composer, and he has some very memorable themes.
0: I think especially. With the visuals, when you take it all as a single piece, you know, yes. like the, the, the visuals of what's going on and then the, the sound of the score hitting, it, it really complements what's on screen. And I don't know how he did the score, if he had like some pieces written before or if he watched, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the edit and then scored to it because some composers are different. But uh, it feels like he scored to the to the or to the to the cut. he was
2: looking was, at the scenery and just like, yeah, I need this wonder. I
1: need this awe. Uh. Uh, or he made the music, and James Cameron built the scene for that. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. there there's a there is a a gripe that I have, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I know that there's a couple things about the music creation oh. that Stephen is likely going oh, to, to I, bring I have, up. I have a oh. I, I
2: pulled this up just so I had it ready. Yeah. So. If you're curious about the the whole process that went to make the music, yeah, you got to check out this video by Sideways on YouTube. Okay, uh, it's titled "Why Avatar Has the Most Ironic Soundtrack of All Time." Ironic, it, it's <laughs>
1: incredibly ridiculous. It is, it, is,
2: it is. It's it's a you know it's a twenty minute video. It's, What's the it's,
0: cliff notes of the video?
2: Uh, so basically, they went out and strip mined as many indigenous and native peoples' music and sounds from every oh, continent wow. of, of America or America yeah. of Earth as they could, and then. Smash it together into a hodgepodge just to create this very corporate generic <laughs>
0: so
3: sound. It's very much like they <laughs> grabbed the, the unobtaining, they just did the movie. Yeah, well, just, well
1: so basically, um, he, th- those are not good cliff notes. I'm sorry, okay, so, wow, I'm <laughs> okay, so uh, essentially, what James Cameron wanted initially mm-hmm. was to have this alien. Basically something that no one had ever heard of before. Yeah. So a different
0: sound. So, so a completely
1: yeah. different sound for the Navi and their music and everything that goes, like, that punctuates them. Okay. And this is what he wanted. So he kind of what he did, what, what Stephen said, where he went through and went to all these and indigenous they, tribes. They, they went
2: out to, like, like experts on, you know, like all kinds of anthropologists, like, yeah. just and, all
1: kinds of people out there. And they spent, I mean, like, I'll say years building the soundtrack and CGI
2: wasn't ready. They had plenty of time to build.
1: And basically by the time that they, they got a sound that they wanted, they brought it to the production company and they were like, this is what we want. And they were so scared that it would be too weird and too offbeat too alien. Yeah. Too alien. Uh, They made basically made James Cameron just make a normal soundtrack.
0: Oh wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So they, they basically made this and like went through years of development for this and not anything that we'll ever hear.
0: Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Because that's crazy. Because they were so my, my favorite part, And no one's ever released, mining. like, the hidden tapes or anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, so in that video, you do get
2: from, I a think, a little bit behind the scenes, some mm-hmm. bits of the creation of but it. But it's not
1: like a full
0: track. Yeah,
2: it's not like this is, this is the sound that should have played during this scene, you know, something th- like
0: that. That's surprising to me because there's so many other stories of, like, you know, a Fox executive or whoever coming to James Cameron and being like, we need you to cut it down on length. And he's like, get out of here. And he like kicks him out of his <laughs> yeah. office. He's like, I'm James Cameron. Well, I'm not bending on my vision but then I, I, for the music. He's like, "Okay, cool.
1: Well, I think, <laughs> I think he put up a pretty heavy fight. Yeah. And eventually it was going to come down to, we either don't release the film or we change the music. Gotcha. And I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things where at some point you have to take some level of concession. Right. And uh, it's, it's unfortunate because it, like, it, I really like those kind of devotion to trying to create something new and different. Yeah. And and James Cameron is definitely that kind of and, guy to do And I do will it. say, I mean, yeah.
2: they did still land on a, a good good, yeah. good person for the job. He did a good, good oh, yeah. job. Uh, it is interesting to listen to the soundtrack now after, you know, a decade plus of MCU soundtracks mm-hmm. and, and pick out and be like, well, oh, yeah, that sounds... I've recognized this. I see where this... I see this piece. I see where they found that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, so the one thing that really does irk me about this film, so, because... Uh, what year did How to Train Your Dragon come out? 2010? 2010 or so, 2011. Uh, okay, so while he's looking that up. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you know, you have, like, the Taming of the Banshee, right? And he gets his first flight. Yeah. The song that they use yes, with that. 2010. 2010. The song that they use with that doesn't have the how to train your dragon feel it, it does not have the wonder of flight yes yeah yeah it, it's just like oh cool i did the thing and, and i'm it's just full kind of, of those flying. woohoo's. yeah, yeah but it sure is it could have been so much more impactful of yeah. him flying for the first time under his own wings essentially in the same manner yeah. that running for the first time
2: yeah because again with that the way
1: one of those moments
2: the aliens are supposed to work you're connected to this creature so you're Feeling the flight, right? Like yeah. they could have really, which is again the same thing. How to Train Your Dragon is mm-hmm. they're connected in a way. Well, yeah, they I think they could what have you're really lamp
0: that up to a degree. Might just be that James Cameron does not have the same appreciation for like flight that he, that does, he does for does, water for like going underwater. Yeah. well, because yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. I think well, about that one <laughs> for real. Like because you think about like some other directors and like you know movies about aviation or rocketeer, or rocketeer mm-hmm. even. Yeah, like or How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Like it's clear that someone. In the process, just love loves, flight, loves flying. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know that he necessarily does. Just because the way that scene yeah, it, specifically was handled, it, it was it kind just, of more it just about feel, kind
1: of like yeah, he did it, cool. Yeah,
0: like it's more about him conquering the fear than it is the flight. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, yeah. and
1: it was one of those things where because I remember watching it this time, and I was like, oh man, here comes the How to Train Your Dragon moment and yeah. it just didn't happen. That yeah, just and makes
0: me want like, to go watch oh, How to man, train I dragon. just want to go watch How <laughs> to like Train It's like those memes dragon. where they play the Jurassic Park theme song that it cuts to like the, the little toy. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or,
2: or it's like the little chihuahua comes out the doors. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, that was the only real thing that that. It was more of a disappointment, and maybe that's just because I know how to train your dragon exists. Like, like you know, yeah. there are other things
2: out there who've done it, that, and you're like, yeah. If this piece were just here as well, oh, it just be so much more
1: of an emotional yeah. impact for it. But the, again, you know, James Cameron probably doesn't like
0: flight. He really likes water. Yeah. he really likes. He really water. likes. He loves water. water, and that's the opposite of flight. Yes. Okay. Well, let's move on to the plot. Oh boy! What um. What do we say about the plot that we haven't already said? <laughs> We've <could've laughs> covered a lot of it. We have, we have. Uh, I mean. So what, what did you like about the plot? Let's start there. What are, what are some of your favorite scenes? Some of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I
1: really enjoy the final fight with, uh, uh, with the colonel. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. In like the it, mech suit? In the mech suit. Well, so, you know, they start out on the, on the big... Thing and then he gets in the Mexico, and jumps out as it blows yeah. out.
0: They go from the air to the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James the Cameron doesn't ground. like flying. Got to fight on the ground. <laughs> and <laughs> I uh, hate flight.
1: I like the water. The the final battle on the ground is quite visceral.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like yeah. it's
1: it's very well choreographed, blocked well, and the action really punctuates and it really sets the tone of like how much Sam um, not Sam Worthington. Uh, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. I keep getting yeah. mixed get, up. I don't know why. Yeah. Steve, yeah, Stephen Lang's character is just so devoted to just, he does not care
0: the the scene too like that one especially but the, the scene where he runs out of uh, oh yeah the in, thing without the mask when they're making the escape uh-huh. and he just runs out there starts shooting and then he pulls out his like pistol keeps shooting <laughs> and then he's just waiting for the dude to give him the, yep. the mask he's like just sitting there flexing and his arms are huge <laughs> and he's like mm-hmm. and then like he puts it on and it seals he goes Phew. it's I, not I, even like a gas
2: yeah, like, yeah. Because like, he, it's like, like a mad he was, breath. He was
1: in control the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And I love that cu- type of character. Right.
2: It's, it's not like, is he mad or angry? Yeah, probably. But is it just fueling the steel wire muscle built body? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause like he has like the, the big scar and he talks about how, yeah, you know, I got that the first day I came here and it's, it's going to stay on my face as a reminder the whole time of what the planet can do to you, you know? Yeah.
3: Uh,
1: but I'll definitely say the the thing that really detracts it from me now is it just how much of a white savior story it is, mm-hmm. and it really, it really hurts a lot of my enjoyment from it. Yeah, just because it's like, come on, guys, like, yeah. but it
2: could have it, been something but else. Is it a white savior story if they made him
0: blue?
1: See, okay, so then that, that's actually a question for I guess entertainment and moving on into Avatar two. Right, oh, yeah, um, but, yeah, But that'll, we'll, that'll we'll happen towards the end. get there, yeah, yeah,
0: no, no. I got some stuff I want to get into plot, uh, but I'll hear Steven first. So what, what do you think of the plot? I mean, at
2: this point, it's a classic story, right? Like, we've we've had this story told to us multiple times.
0: For, like,
1: 40 years now. Yeah,
2: then. it's just, in this case, this this story is just beaten to death to get to double the length of Fern <laughs> <laughs> And there, there,
1: there is quite a lot packed in there just so you build up the relationship with... Which,
2: which can help it. But it also harms a lot of other. Like we could have had better. I mean, our scientists could have been more interesting characters. Yeah, sure.
1: I don't think the pacing really is hurt by that. Uh, Interestingly enough, for being two hours and forty minutes, it feels pretty. It
2: feels reasonably snappy. Yeah, which is. I mean, that's that's a that's a big kudos, honestly. There, I mean, there are a lot of films out there where you're like, yeah, this is only like two hours. Like, man, this is taking forever.
0: (laughs) It, it, It never feels too draggy but i did have that moment where I, I paused it halfway through to to go get something to drink and i was like hold on i'm only halfway through because i just hit <laughs> pause for the first time and assumed i was like three quarters yeah. away at least you know i was like i've still got another hour and a half and i was well, like wow it, it probably
2: helps that the last 30 minutes are just boom boom action oh, yeah. action 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 yeah uh i i do i i did laugh. I sent y'all a text, too, where it was like, oh, this is just Fast and the Furious because it's all about family and who has the <laughs> biggest car. I mean, Michelle
1: Rodriguez is yeah, in, it. in it. Yeah,
2: she's in it. Like, the solution is just, well, go out and get the big big flying thing instead of one of the normal flying things. Yeah. yeah. Jump on it from above because it won't
0: expect that. B- what? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's not used to looking up. Well, yeah. that's the
1: thing, though. I, that, that is more of a throwaway line of just... Him being
3: uh, a he just, meathead, he just absolutely rolled yeah. the dice, yeah. and, and
2: got got the snake eyes or the or the double six, whatever whatever the luck was here. But it's just rolled kind seven. of seven, yeah, whatever. It's just kind <laughs> of the 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 play of well, oh, it's just. Oh, he showed up with a bigger dragon. Well, I guess we have to listen to him. Even I though, mean, like, we just accused him of being a traitor, yeah. and, you know, we're going to, we literally, like, had strung him up on frames and we we're going to yeah. get rid of I him. I mean,
0: they, they did enough earlier, I think, though, to set it up with, like, you know, my g- granddad rode yeah. this dragon. Yeah. He brought us I, all together. They,
2: gave,
1: they
0: did give some impact to the concept of what it is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And you
2: know, I'll give him credit. At least we already encountered the creature at that point. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so
1: you knew the danger that there was. How like, much more powerful it is. And, and this is kind of the biggest thing that, that any kind of any film, any any film that has any kind of action or danger in it, mm-hmm. you need to have examples.
2: Yes, and yeah. like you can't be like, "Well, I'm gonna go out and get the biggest, baddest thing." We need to have already seen it at that point, and yeah. we do. So that's yeah. like that is good. I mean, Lord knows, two hours and forty minutes. If they didn't show it, it already <laughs> plenty of time. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of time to bring that thing in. Uh, you know, I don't like. It's it's hard to really rip it apart because, like, the actual story itself it's is fun. just... A, a classic tale, like we all know how this is going to play
1: out. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's like it's like Hamlet or King Lear, or whatever you know. It's just a classic story at this point. Yeah,
2: it's been been done over and over again. Make it be lions. We all know it's Hamlet still. Yeah, yeah, uh, same kind of concept here. I like. I I don't know. Like, there's
0: there's there's nothing inherently wrong with it, right? No, I, I think the the things that are wrong to me from a plot perspective is more on the dialogue writing. You know, it's now more the of dialogue
2: like, is pretty brutal. Yeah, like mostly for Sam. The overall <laughs> plot points of what happens <laughs> mostly is like, just he just got he really did get nothing.
0: I, well, there's just too many woohoo's here and there that I'm like, why? And there's it's so funny you guys don't like that. It doesn't bother me. Well, at it's, all. it's it's
2: either the problem for Sam is it's either, yeah. bro, this is mocap suit and you go yeah, let's go or sit in front of this webcam and talk to the camera. Like, but he's a marine. Give this him is like what something. he does. But I'm not yeah. saying that that's what he does. I'm just yeah. saying like for for the chances of him like oh yeah 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 no, no, he wasn't like, oh, given a build, lot build yeah. chemistry with who yeah you didn't <laughs> give him anybody like and that that's totally the theory is it and yeah uh, you know uh, yeah, Zoe does a ton of work there to help mm-hmm. yeah and actually makes it a believable
3: relationship, relationship
2: yeah uh, but yeah like. <laughs> Because like he, I would say the chemistry
0: between them is like, okay, it's, it's hard. It's reasonable. It's like she sells it's like it. 80% and makes percent it like 80% of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my plot wow. stuff comes from the extended editions, which I did not watch this time. And I did not realize that the past couple of times I've watched it, I was watching the extended. You editions, just okay. to three or, hours. I guess I just didn't remember. Yeah. So for this one, I was like, I'm going to watch the theatrical cut, uh-huh. you know. And there's a scene specifically they cut out. Of the extended Or that they didn't put In the theatrical They added to the extended And that is When they have sex Near the Awa tree Uh huh The way they do it Is they put their hair together Yeah yeah Yeah. Right And so one of my notes Was like This is before I even Started the movie I was like What are some random Thoughts I have And I was like It's like dances with wolves But two big blue cats Have sex with their hair And then we watched the movie, and I was like, "Where's the hair sex?" <laughs> he's, he's had hair sex with everything else but her. He's had hair sex with everything. <laughs> just What's here, happening?
2: Just out here sticking his ponytail in anything um, he can find. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. well, the, like, the ramifications of that are just yeah, I, dangerous. Ugh. Way to go, James Cameron, you prevert. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing I had was uh, when they're, you know, they're going back and forth uh, with him, you know, being. In the Avatar body, and then he goes mm. to sleep there, and yeah. he wakes up here. You're telling me that even though he's awake in his human body during the daytime for, like, hours, like, he's eating in the mess hall, yeah. he's talking to people. Doing a vlog. There's not just a comatose, dead, like, Jake Sully out here that they're like, what's going on? <laughs> we went <laughs> to sleep last up? night. They wait until the, you know, the, the bulldozer's coming in yeah. to, for dramatic effect, which is fine. But the first thing I thought I was like, wait a minute we've seen him awake as a human during the day multiple times did he just say to them uh i'm gonna be right. i'm gonna be in my uh my uh <laughs> corn silk uh freaking hammock i'll be right back and like for like 6 hours during the day he's just like <laughs> like it's blue <laughs> avatars, like eyes rolled back in its head, you know? There there are so, a couple concepts
2: okay. in it that, okay. Then so He's so gotta sleep
0: you. in real life too, or yeah. you know, in his own yeah. body. And so, so there's like, how many hours a day is he not in the <laughs> avatar body? <laughs> so so thank you for
2: bringing this all up because yeah. it does bring me back to maybe the biggest plot problem we have in yeah. the whole movie, right? So this is a billion-dollar pro like his avatar is a billion-dollar project. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive that it is cheaper to ship a man out there on the ship to replace interstellar him, space, interstellar yes. space than it is to grow a new one. Yeah. And you're telling me that when that thing goes to sleep out in the middle of the jungle, nowhere, you can't, you have no way to locate it. <laughs> yeah. But when he gets in the box, it just dials in no problem. What's
0: making it? like How do you connect to that? Also, what kind of Wi-Fi do they have on Pandora right? where you can like VR from your Zero tanning bed? Latency. This tanning bed has this killer Wi-Fi that can just like blast him mentally to this yeah, avatar like the on the other thing, side of the like planet. It's like he gets in there and it's
2: like, okay, let's connect you to your avatar. You know, we have a little dial-up sounds or whatever. And now we connect. And it's just like, so you can't do that with like nobody in there and be like, yeah, okay, latitude this, longitude that. Because like at the start, like one of the big yeah. plot points is we lost him. He got lost, and yeah. it's just like he's connected to it right now. How is he lost? Yeah, yeah, the
1: the the magic of the of the Wi-Fi is a little bit of a stretch.
2: It's it's it's, yeah. it's totally fine if they're able to just be like, yeah, he's right here.
1: And yeah, yeah, time. and it's like, but we can't extract him because of X, Y, or Or, Z. or
2: we just say like, yeah, you know, like, well, he's in the the no go zone where the where it's hard to track things. Fine. But there's also like, what does he like connect and it's fuzzy? Right. Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> this time, that's one that popped in my head that I had never thought yeah. of. That's what I But every that. time I watch it, I notice like one more thing. It's like he's in this no instruments of work in here. I'm like, how is the tanning bed getting the Wi-Fi <laughs> through these floating rocks straight to your avatar's body? Like genomes. Cause, yeah.
2: like, <laughs> cause like you totally could have done something with that where he goes to enter it and like. You know, like the actual Navi are like, oh, you know, the, the demons are forbidden to this zone. They can't go into it. And when they try to go into it, it's because they can't connect.
3: Yeah. What and happened? then they
2: bring the pod into that area at the end. Right. And now, well, now it's just, well, we can connect because we're in here already.
3: Yeah.
1: What happens if he can't fall asleep as an avatar? Does he just never go back to his
0: body? Right. Like, they, they don't really no, get into the science some, of that. There are, <laughs> some,
2: there are some implications here that are a little, <laughs> a little questionable.
0: What if there's like an avatar version of coffee and they're all like, we drink this right before bed. And they all go to sleep and he's like, oh, oh, I can't sleep. I've got to get back to my body. Oh, how do I signal them that I want to come back? There's no off button on his temple or anything. Yeah. yeah. We're getting nitpicky on that. But my main thing was just that when the bulldozers are coming in, that's the first time she's ever been like, why won't he wake up? And I'm like, we've seen this cat alive, awake, in the waking world yeah. as a hanging human. hanging out, doing whatever. hours at a time. What is he doing in the avatar? What's the avatar body well, doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I just, have, I have goes, no answer
1: for that. It goes into like
2: autopilot mode, it just follows whatever's in front of it, dead
1: eyed,
0: <laughs> yeah, just walks slowly.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so we're
2: let's get of into
0: entertainment. Yeah. yeah, Andrew, were you entertained? I, I like this film.
1: Yeah, it's me too. uh, you know, it's it's not one of those where like I'm like will like, oh yeah, let's watch a movie tonight. I, let's watch Avatar. Yeah, but you know, every once in a while, we're like, oh yeah, I remember that movie existed. Let's watch it. Yeah, that's that's that's
0: about it. I, I mean, think I think I'm the same. Like, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's a very long, so you got to be kind of like, yeah,
1: you gotta you gotta want to watch it,
0: right? Um, this is really like for me. I think I could very easily understand it if somebody was like. The movie's too long, or if you only watched it for the first time now, yeah, and you weren't that impressed, I could see that because yeah. by mm-hmm. today's standards, the CG still is good, but it's probably it's not going to blow your mind, mm-hmm. you know, like like it would have if you watched it in two thousand nine.
2: So I st- I still actually I, I still think I would argue you on that yeah. just for the sheer sustained like because again Marvel. Yeah, it's either small scale, like we're just doing his suit, mm-hmm. or it's short bursts. Like those fights are not very long, right? Yeah. Whereas the 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 flex of Avatar is whether or not sixty percent, out whatever metric they used to measure, it's that, a large amount of the movie. That's still more yeah. than half of the movie is just CGI. beautiful, and it's, yeah. and it's yeah. good looking. Yeah, and it's a yeah. landscape that if I was there with my camera, I'd be like, I'm taking photographs. Yeah. of yeah. everything.
0: I, I guess the thing. Maybe the way to word it is if you watch this for the first time now, I could see someone being like, this was overhyped because there's so much behind Avatar of like, it's the top grossing movie in the world, you know, and all that kind of stuff that if you watch it now, you're like, wait, this is it? It's like Fern Gully with Blue Cats. Yeah, like I could see someone being a little bit disappointed, but I enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. I enjoy it a little less each time just because I notice random stuff that Mm -hmm. I didn't pick up on, you know, on the first viewing. But I think as far as, like, an adventure movie with some good action, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, yeah Steve. I, I feel like it's amazing
2: to me, right? Because, again, highest grossing movie of all time. And it has maybe the least cultural impact of any other movie that's in that list, right? When you get up in, mm. when we start talking about multiple billions of dollars in a movie or a multi-billion dollar movie franchise, right? Like, things like Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to tell you that that's the most groundbreaking movie in history. No, 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 no. But the emotional impact and engagement that it had and that it had built to for so long, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Avatar is none of that. Mostly because basically its its whole cultural relevance, all of its story, again, it's summed up in Ferngully or dance. Like you can pick another way to experience it.
0: Well, I think the cultural significance of it t- is tied more to the technology. It's, it has now yeah. has
2: an incredible technological significance, but for for your average film goer, right, mm-hmm. that is just goes right over your head. You yeah, don't, you don't know yeah. that the reason that mocap looks, you know. As good as it does. Is because of this it's film. It's because Cameron yeah. got out there and just, you know, dictated the crap out of, we're doing this whether or not you like it. Yeah. Kind of thing. It, oh, well, you know, I said the technology is good enough. So by God, it's going to be good enough. <laughs> get back in that room, break out your little fancy pencil and get to work on the <laughs> electronics and make that thing glow, you know? Like, yeah.
1: So. It's a modern I, day Howard Hughes.
2: Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the CG Howard Hughes. Like, this, you know, these, uh, these rivets are great. But it'd be a lot nicer if they were flush to the body.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, kind of while we're, when we're talking about him, you know, essentially being the, the CGI Howard Hughes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good, <laughs> a good moment to talk about the new film. Yes. That is, that is coming yeah. out. And it's very interesting. Before, so, wait, hold on.
2: I, I, I will say, though, I, wasn't, I was more entertained than I expected to be. Good. I want to actually oh. get yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my actual <laughs> opinion in there because, again, that was my initial impression is yeah. always so much money. Yeah. But what kind of like what kind of impact has the movie had? Almost none. But I was much more entertained than I expected it to be. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, Avatar 2 yeah. or just Avatar Way of the Way of Water. The, the way, way of, of water. water. The Way of Water. Uh, so he actually... The, one of the reasons why it took so long for this film to come to fruition mm-hmm. is he had to develop mocap technology to film underwater. Oh so so once again,
2: he is just in here like we are pushing. Yeah, we are, we
1: are going to make this happen mm-hmm. because, I mean, clearly he has a, a, a very large fetish with water. He loves sure. he, he's he is one of the only people to have been to the bottom of the ocean. He, yeah. He's
2: been as he's had as much water above him as he can
1: possibly have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, clearly he's done Abyss. He did Titanic. Titanic. Uh, he yeah. loves water. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was a, a natural progression for him to come to Avatar, which is his baby, yeah. and he's going to bring it to the water. And, uh, you know, we've seen the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. We've uh, had, I guess, 12 years of hype. Hype. I guess kind of kind yeah of, uh, yeah. Uh, 12 years so of I'm, irrelevance I'm curious, like, and a year I'm curious, of hype I'm kind of like taking uh, technically Ryan is producing the show here but I'm just doesn't matter kind of just took over you're a, so, like
0: closet avatar genius over here <laughs> <laughs> go for so, it I'm, rain uh,
1: man of avatar yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm curious to hear y'all's yeah. thoughts on what you what you how you think it's going to go because like mm. so okay like t- let's take a snapshot right yeah so we have 2009 which was right. uh there was no MCU there the only other like major big film that had just come out was Dark Knight 2008 and Iron right. Man was was also very big but yeah. th- this was before like any you know no Endgame nothing like that this right. was like the Clearly. first masterpiece CGI film that we have seen we have now had 13 years of just of, movies of, doing of just incredible CGI. stuff boom boom yeah. boom boom boom. We have streaming now. We mm-hmm. have we had a pandemic. We have all these other factors that are coming into going into this film. Yeah. And it's theater only, no streaming. Yeah. And he needs $1 billion in revenue uh-huh. from the box office to make it even remotely profitable.
0: Right. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. Where, do we,
1: where do we go from here?
0: So I think the movie is going to hit that. I think it is going to be way more profitable than we expect it to be. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bullish on it because I think you cannot underestimate the foreign markets. And I think people across the world, again, because the movie can be enjoyed with the sound off essentially with, yeah. or with, with no subtitles, not understanding what anybody's saying.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that. Goes a long way with a lot of people. Not not even foreign audiences. Like, yeah, there are a lot of people that probably do not go to see a lot of movies that will try to go see this because they went to see the first one.
1: And they, yeah, and and, and it, it, it was a cultural phenomenon
3: back yeah, then. It,
2: either it, because it was such a big event, or even just to watch it out of irony, right? Like, yeah. I I cannot believe they came out with another one. I want to I want to see <laughs> how much this can fail or whatever. Yeah, right.
0: I I think there's two very different things we need to look at as far as like a measuring stick for success here. One obviously is the money. I think this thing's going to make a lot of money. I don't know if it will be as profitable as the first one. Yeah. It's it's who can even say? There's, There's no, so many it's, it's not possible, right? right? The
2: budget is already in the 400 million realm. Right. Yeah. And I think Cameron's already on record saying this has to be one of the highest grossing films of all time or else to be a profitable yeah. endeavor, yeah. which we're already in like rarefied air of Return on investment, right? I mean, yeah. this is this yeah, has like 400 million is a lot of money, and but I,
0: I the, think there's a lot of people that will return to the theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for this absolutely. movie that well, maybe haven't because of the pandemic. Yeah, there, there, yeah, as I'll say, there
2: is some risk there, right? Because the box office has been kind of anemic, yeah, ignoring basically Top Gun,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: like most things, uh, uh Spider Man,
1: Spider, yeah, Spider Man was another one, but beyond those two, like mm-hmm. everything else has been like, at best. 180 150 million it's
0: been nowhere near as as, yeah yeah there's there's
2: a lot of headwinds in kind of your post-pandemic box office that i mean if this comes out and just smashes and overcomes all that then wow you know like huge huge kudos to yeah jim right
3: can, can, I Jimmy call Cameron. can i call him can jim? i call him
2: jim,
1: can I call you jim?
0: <laughs> don't you dare he puts you underwater ah. so
1: <laughs> so i remember you know like whenever they announced this mm-hmm. and you know obviously we we have the podcast and everything like that i was like well we're gonna have to review it Yeah, uh, we, we have like, sure. like there's no way we're not yeah and going into before i rewatched the first avatar yeah uh i was very lukewarm on it i was like uh eh. I don't think we need this. I think this is probably going to be a failure. Right. And, you know, just like, mostly just because I think that the environment has changed so much. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah.
1: That, it it I I worry that you know, I don't really worry. I mean, he's a multi-million dollar director. He's he'll, not be, gonna, fine. He's he'll be fine. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things where like in your mind, like you want him to succeed. I want to be proven wrong whenever I go to these films and I'm like, I'm not really that good. I wanna be WoWed. I wanna come out of the film and be like, That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. like we're part of a review podcast. I want to review good things. Yeah, we don't, like, want things to be
3: bad. (laughs)
2: Like, (laughs) oh, I have to go see another terrible movie again. Yeah, so
1: so after watching the normal avatar first one <laughs> the normal one. <laughs> uh
0: normal not the avatar? one with the hair yeah, sex, av- like after watching
1: after watching this one <laughs> or like the last airbender because it's yeah. also that avatar. Uh, i would i'm actually a lot more positive on on what it's going to be going into it okay and it turned you I, around huh yeah i'm not i'm still not super hot on it from what it looks like to be free willy sure but uh, but hey you know you, you've already done pocahontas just fine Let's see how this one goes. I mean, yeah.
2: I'm I'm not fired up for three hours and 20 minutes of screen time.
1: Hey, I mean... Let me tell re- you. Hey, Return of the King was a phenomenal film. It was. I will gladly rewatch that if, at any point in if, time. If
2: <laughs> Way of the Water... Way of Water. Way of Water. Golly. The way, way of Water. If The Way of Water is oh. a Return of the King level film, then huge, massive props. And I'll I'll, I'll say one thing from the trailer because... The actual storyline from the trailer, I'm not really sure where we're going with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have maybe an inkling and, you know, humans appear to be back and all this other. I'll give him one huge kudos from that. Mm-hmm. The guy likes water mm-hmm. and he wants you to be able to see what's going on when you're underwater. And I appreciate that. for The water not just being like, oh, we're like under dark the sea. Dark and murky. This is time to be realistic.
1: It's dark down here. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably cold. I mean, just from <laughs> the footage that I've seen from the trailer, it looks
3: beautiful. It looks great. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I feel like the thing to me that I wrestle with is like I've said earlier, I like it less every time I see the first one. Yeah. So my hype level for the second one went down just a A, a, a little skosh. bit. A smidge. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot. I was already kind of lukewarm on it anyways. Mm-hmm. My fear is it's like almost too little too late. And I it, want to be proven a, it's wrong. It's been
2: a really... That is one thing that does kind of concern me. it yeah. 13 years. It's been 13 yeah. years. If I there's feel been like. A four year gap?
0: Yeah. Sure. Th- the time to strike with Avatar 2 would have been, yeah, four years later. Oh, 2003. Yeah. Op- or no, I mean, sorry, op- 2013. Disney's
2: opening the theme park and we're busting out Avatar yeah.
0: 2. Like, boom, man, metal's hot. Because I feel like what I've seen around the internet, and again, this is not an indication of like the average moviegoer, obviously, yeah. but I've seen more and more think pieces and more and more articles written about how hey, Avatar's not as good as we remember type stuff. Yeah. Then I have, hey, let's get hype for Avatar 2. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's because, again...
1: It, it, it wasn't like the, the, the press junket that uh, Top Gun Maverick had.
0: No. No, yeah, not no. at all. Yeah, not like that. And since 2009, things have definitely changed. And, like, again, the white savior trope is now under a lot more scrutiny than it was in Well, I mean, we
2: have a great advantage there in that we never see Jake Sully as a white man. As far as we know, like, that body's gone. So he's just a blue dude.
0: He's just a blue guy now. And we can have blue saviors. That's not against the rules. Yeah. But I just think, culturally, there's a lot of people, I think, Mm -hmm. that have slowly soured on Avatar over the years. Because, again, kind of like me, they've seen, like, the little, you know, mistakes here and there and the the acting Mm -hmm. that they didn't catch the first time because they were just blown away by how awesome it looked. So... I don't know going into this one what hype levels are for everybody. I still think it's going to make a ton of money. Yeah, but whether or not it'll be good, a
1: successful film,
0: yeah, is a whole nother ball game. If, if it's critically well received or not, yeah, you know. Now early reviews
1: have,
2: have
0: been, been
1: quite
2: good, glowing. They have been. Yeah, I have concerns though because they all seem to use the same phrase of "don't bet against Cameron." And yeah, I'm like, man, are we paying paid. for this line? <laughs> that feels weird. That
1: like, I don't like it. I don't like it. But again, I want to go into this film, yeah. be proven wrong, mm-hmm. and and be wowed by, you know, how I was when I for- watched the first one. Yeah. And I hope that's what happens because, you know, one, I don't want to spend money on something that I don't enjoy. But but two, I want to enjoy it. Like, I want to go in there and come out and be like, hey, you really need to go see this movie. Yeah. This was a banger.
0: It's yeah. gorgeous. Give me something. Yeah. No, oh, I agree. I think that's uh, that's a good as place as any to wrap it up right here. Yeah. Sure so, is. thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard and you would like to support us, we have a Patreon, and for one dollar, just one buck a month, you can get access to all of our bonus episodes, everything we've already uploaded, plus one bonus episode a month at least. Sometimes we upload more. And these bonus episodes are like a different format. They're a little more loose. We get a little crazy. We, we, we
1: have ranking lists. Yeah. We have um, They're called tier lists. Tier lists, whatever.
0: We, re- whatever you we argue call about it. fast food.
1: Recommendations.
0: We, yeah, we got some scary movie recommendations, some anime starter recommendations. We got a little bit of everything over there. Yeah, and we, we come out with one every month. And we would really
2: appreciate that. A uh, little, little bit of pocket change just helps us pay those hosting fees, keep the lights on around here. Yeah. But if you can't afford that, and you want to just help us reach more people, we would love a like, a share, comment. Hit us up on those socials.
1: Join our Discord. Give
2: Come us, and hang out. Give us a review wherever you listen to
0: podcasts. And just just tell your friends.
2: And tell maybe somebody your cat about or the dogs, but tell your But
0: mostly your friends. Tell your mom. Tell that weird <laughs> uncle. <laughs> grandma.
1: You're you're about to see everyone. Yeah. Prob- yeah. Around yeah, Christmas, guess what? Around, yeah. What's a
0: better gift than a weird podcast for your aunt Linda <laughs> to listen to? Okay, <laughs> tell her about us. All right, until next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew. I'm Stephen. And as always, every spoiler was intended.
3: I'm just not realizing
0: that. the ramifications of the blue milk. Yeah,
3: that's
0: what I was like, I shit. was so focused was on serious. the next thing I was about to read that now it's all coming back. My God, how how,
3: how do you think blenders work? <laughs> uh, uh.